This is episode 24 of Make Your Wedding a Highlight. My name is DJ Josh from Highlight Weddings and Events. My guest today is Brittany Sigler, owner of Destin 30A Mobile Makeup Box. If you're getting ready to, or already in the process of planning your wedding, you've come to the right place. DJ Josh, owner of Highlight Weddings and Events, interviews other local 30A wedding pros to offer insight about how to make your wedding a highlight. Well, hello everyone again. Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name is DJ Josh with Highlight Weddings and Events. And I have an awesome guest today. Her name is Brittany Sigler from Destin 30A Mobile Makeup Box. How are you doing today, Brittany? Hey, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. It is interesting that we have worked weddings together, but we actually haven't met. But that's kind of the nature of <laughs> the two positions that we fill on the wedding event. Team. Yes, exactly. So have you recovered from October yet? Oh my gosh. I have to say October was so busy, but we wouldn't have it any other way. We're so blessed, especially after what happened in the spring. Mm -hmm. So we just took every weekend, rocked it out, and we're still busy in November, but we had a wonderful October. I think all the team was super excited just to work really hard and work every weekend. So it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, kind of back to some semblance of normalcy or what we would yes. consider normal for our weddings in October. Exactly. Would you mind introducing yourself a little bit to the listeners? I am Brittany Sigler, owner of Destin 30A Mobile Makeup Box. We are an on-location bridal beauty team. We only do hair and makeup for weddings and special events. We have a team of eight ladies, and we travel anywhere from Panama City to Pensacola and everywhere in between. We pride ourselves in being one of the best bridal beauty on location teams in the Panhandle. We love what we do. We strive to make every bride feel beautiful and special in her own way. And that's basically what our mission is every time we go on location. Okay. I think you may be the wedding pro that has the largest team or company. How has that been for you balancing the dynamic of having so many different people on the team at the same time? That is such a good question. So my entire team knows this because they know me and how particular I am. But when I first started my company for the first year and a half, I told myself I am not having team members. I resisted it for <laughs> uh -huh. about a year and a half because I was so passionate about what I had created. And I was like, I'm not getting into these team members. They're not going to want to do this like I want to do this. That sense of control piece. So we started to get busy and I had my first team member, which she's still on the team now. She reached out to me, she found me online, and she was like, I would love to be a part of Destin Mobile Makeup Box. Oh, that's cool. This was before we had 30A Mobile Makeup Box. So I said, you really want to work for me, with me, you want to be on the team? She's like, yes. She actually thought it was already a team, but it was just me back in the day. Mm -hmm. We got together, we met. In that moment, she was like, I want to do good for you, but I want to do good for our brides. Mm. I'm not going to let you down because this is my passion, just like it's your passion. 
And so when she said that, it was like a moment for me because I was thinking to myself, if she loves this, like I love this, how awesome would it be to have someone in my corner that I could bring with me or depend on to do brides the same day that I do brides. So it kind of clicked. We started to have this amazing relationship. Then it branched out into a few other team members finding out about the company, messaging me through social media or email. They wanted to work for Destin Mobile Makeup Box. Now, four years later, I cannot imagine not having my team. My team is a reflection of myself. They're the heartbeat of what we all strive to do and be for our brides. It just kind of morphed into this team that I resisted, but now it's been the greatest blessing for me and for the team members as an owner. I love being able to help women achieve what they want in their lives as far as passion, career, even financially, they love doing bridal hair and makeup. And if I can cascade that down to them and they get fulfilled just as I do, then I feel like that's my ultimate purpose as to why I created this company. All of the girls know that I get so much gratification from them being on the team Mm -hmm. and seeing their work every weekend. And I just get so much joy from that now. Whereas four years ago, I was anti-team member because I was so afraid that they wouldn't love it like I love it or just that sense of control with my brides. But now I couldn't imagine it any other way. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of them. They bring something different to the table in many ways, creativity or their personality. It just kind of evolved from there. Yeah, well, I mean, Destin 30A Mobile Makeup Box is basically your baby. It really is. I have no kids, so (laughs) it's definitely my baby. (laughs) You are wise to want to protect it because... Even in just the year and a half that you were Destin Mobile Makeup Box, you're creating what it is. Yes. So you don't want to bring somebody in who's going to not really represent you or the brand as well as you would want it to. Yes. And I think that was my fear, just being super open Mm -hmm. and admitting all of the team knows. Sometimes that still comes out in me sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And they all are probably laughing when they listen to this because... I can get back into that micromanaging because I care so much, but they're so good about dealing with me when I get that way. But it's just so passionate and so personal to me to make sure that every bride has a good experience. Speaking of the bride's experience, what excites you about being a part of the bride's wedding event team? Of course, there's many things, but I think that A few of the top reasons that I love doing hair and makeup for a bride's big day and being in the wedding industry is I get so much gratification from when a bride sees herself for the first time with her hair and makeup done or even a mother of the bride or a bridesmaid Mm. that never gets to get this done and then she sees how she looks in the mirror but it also coincides with how she feels on the inside. It's not always about the outward appearance, but it translates into making them feel 
so confident on the inside for pictures or walking down the aisle and that's already a little awkward or out of their comfort zone but when they feel good in their own skin Mm -hmm. and they're walking down the aisle or they're a bridesmaid in their best friend's wedding it gives them a confidence that can't be duplicated any other way. That is super powerful to me to be able to do that for someone else. It's funny because we can be such an impact for a bride or a bridesmaid or a mom. And we just met them that day. Mm-hmm. Just to have that power is really amazing. And then, of course, all the pomp and circumstance of being in the hotel while they're all getting ready and that adrenaline rush and music playing and we're just doing what we love, hair and makeup, all of that is fun. But I think for me, it's the final look when she sees herself in the mirror. It just all comes together and she feels so good about herself. Oh, yeah. That makes me think of when I'm getting ready for a wedding. When I show up at the venue, I'm in usually like a black polo and either black shorts or black jeans. But once I've got everything situated, then I go put my suit on. There is that immediate change. I feel like I have more pep in my step and I'm ready to go kind of thing. And it's just really cool to see the bride just beaming. Oh, yeah. It's such an honor and a compliment for her to choose us. Mm Mm-hmm to be that glam squad on the big day. And I take that really seriously. And then when you know someone chose you or your company for their big day, you want to wow them and make them feel so glad that they chose you. That's a really big part of why I love it. They chose you and trusted you with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the record, I really love the term glam squad. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me think of like a hair and makeup superhero squad. Yes, it's so true. Yeah, that's so cool. (laughs) Okay. We talked about the bride experience and how Destin 30A mobile makeup box interfaces with the wedding event team and what you enjoy about that. Mm -hmm. What can a bride do to make their experience with you and your team a highlight? Well, when a bride walks away from an experience with us or she wakes up a week later after her wedding is done and she's reflecting on everything, I want her to remember who did her hair and makeup, the fun that they had getting ready, all the little moments that we did to make it special, such as we have an exclusive catering company that we work with that brings in charcuterie boards, tea, and it's really aesthetically pleasing. It's Blue Magnolia. Shout out to Natalie. Yes. We partner with her because we want that morning while they're getting ready to be a full-on experience that they're going to remember, like a fun bridal brunch party going on in there. Nice. And so when I think about how we can make that a highlight, it's how can we make this experience above their expectations Mm -hmm. and what can we do to make it a party all day long? You know, our role with that is not only do we make sure to make a beauty timeline for every single bride that we have, so it's super seamless, super organized. We take the thought out of it. The bride doesn't have to coordinate that. We do that. Then when we come in that morning, everybody knows when they're going, what they're doing, along with Blue Magnolia delivering the food, 
we have the music going on. We do Instagram stories if we get their permission, of course. Mm-hmm. But every bride will get a story after their wedding day to remember all of that time because normally they don't have the photographer there obviously at 9am. <laughs> so we try to combine all of that into an experience they're going to be able to remember. So once everything is done, they say, we had so much fun with Destin Mobile Makeup Box. We wouldn't have had it any other way. And just that type of vibe and that type of feeling for every bride is that they remember that that party started at 9 a.m. It didn't start with no reception. It went all day long and it takes the stress and the worry out of all the little things because that's when the intensity can get a little overbearing is the morning of everything starts to come to life. We want to try to ease that and anything that we can do to make that fun and memorable for her, that's my goal. Okay. What are some things that a bride can put some thought into or how do you go about deciding on what look they want to go with? Of course, for us, social media, our website, photo galleries of our work is huge. I love to promote not only myself and my work, but our team members work. So they know when they book us in the beginning, no matter what artist they get placed with, they're going to be able to see their work and start to build a trust and credibility with me and the team. Once a bride books, we do require a 20 minute call with the artist or the owner. And we start to set up the relationship for success, such as a trial run. When are you coming down or are you coming down before the big day? And if you aren't, we offer a free Skype, Zoom, or FaceTime call so they can start to get to know their artist and send inspiration pictures, pictures of their dress, if they want their hair up or down. When we do the trial, We love listening to the bride's needs, little things that she may or may not want. Then with our skill and ability to do hair and makeup, we suggest what we think may look best on her. But at the end of the day, we always want to make sure that she gets what she wants, not just what we may think. Mm -hmm. We try to combine both of our thoughts into one view of what we think may look best on her and bring that to life. Mm. And that's the beauty of a trial. It takes the guesswork out of the day of and puts her mind at ease. Now, not everyone is able to do that being a destination wedding city. Mm -hmm. So in those types of situations, that's where we love to really spend a little bit more time on the phone or FaceTime or Zoom, getting to know what she wants. Then we can nail that for the day of. But really listening to what she's wanting in the beginning is the best way to go about it. And then we put our spin on it. Normally, they're super happy with their trial and then they're excited about the day of. Oh, yeah. Having an idea of the personality of who you're working with is super important, especially because like you're talking about you or your team member is going to be the first wedding vendor that the bride sees the day of their wedding. Yes. And that is so important because we are setting the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. And all of my team members know, and even past brides that are listening 
they know that that is huge for me. We set the tone of the day. We start the day off with that extra bit of excitement. When we come in early in the morning, that's a huge piece of making sure we start the day off on a good foot and the bride has a lot of peace and ease with everything. Taking their personality and matching them up with the correct team member that's going to create and duplicate what they want as far as their hair and makeup inspiration. I try to put a lot of thought into that when I'm assigning brides with team members and what they may want in their style. If they're going for more of a natural bridal look or if they want a little bit more glam with the glitter or the winged eyeliner, Mm -hmm. making sure we pair up our artist with our clients so they get the best result. And that's just another little customized personal piece that I feel we give to our brides to make it a highlight. For me, I know that I'm not going to be necessarily the right fit for every couple that I talk to. Well, they all love you, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not humble bragging, but I know that just because that we have a conversation and I do well as a DJ doesn't mean that I'm going to be the right fit for them personality-wise. Sure. And I think with all of us vendors, you really have to come to a humble place to where it takes a big person to admit, you know what, I think you would be best with this artist. And everyone has something different to give. When you care more about the scope, of your entire business as a whole, you are going to want to make that bride completely happy with the person that you think would fit them best. And that comes from a humble place that you care so much about your business that you want that for them. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you have kind of a side hustle that you've started. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that with the listeners? I always say there's just never enough time in my days because (laughs) my brain never stops Uh rolling. I'm one of those people that's like an owner slash entrepreneurial spirit. And I have to try to knock myself out at night because my brain never stops. And there's never enough time in the day for me to do all the ideas that I have. But my side hustle or something that I'm really, really personally passionate about is my makeup line. It's called Consecrated Cosmetics. This is another thing that I resisted my first year being in business. I started to have a lot of brides that would ask me, do you have the lip color that you used on me so I can touch it up? Do you have this? Oh my gosh, I love what you did on my face. Can you write down everything that you did on me? And I'm going to go buy it at Sephora and Ulta. And I was thinking to myself, I would love to have my own brand, but not only that, I want a brand that is going to really inspire and encourage women. In my past life, I worked at Sephora. All of these girls would come in and they want to look like a Kardashian or this celebrity or that celebrity. Mm -hmm. And that's all good and well. And of course, we know all these celebs are gorgeous, but... Wouldn't it be amazing to feel confident in your own skin and be the best version of yourself and then a makeup line that would reflect that? I always had it in my head to do consecrated cosmetics. Consecrated means for a divine or special purpose. My purpose with this makeup line is to inspire and encourage women 
It's faith-based. A lot of the colors are inspirational names such as peace, truth, passion, love, joy, purpose. In that moment, when I share that with a bride or a bridesmaid or a mom that's about to have a baby and she's doing her maternity pictures, it really hits home for them and they feel something when they wear that color or they feel something when they look at it in the mirror. It kind of started this whole makeup line. We do have a website for it. We sell lip colors, blushes, and eyeshadows. I would love to get into foundations later on. We've had a lot of requests for makeup tutorials. And then, of course, with COVID, like a virtual makeover tutorial, different things like that that I would love to do and I see myself doing in the future. It's just something that I really, really love doing, and it's very close to my heart. In this industry, there's a lot of people that do what we do around here. I always want to be known for someone that encourages women, whether they're on my team or not, to do what they love, inspire other women to be the best that they can be. That's kind of my mantra behind that. It's just something that I would love to grow, and I envision that as something that I would focus more of my time on. I wish we could create more time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's just something that is really close to me. Our brides love the fact that they can purchase a lipstick from a small business owner. Even some of them, six months later, they'll message me and they're like, I want to reorder this. What's the website? And that's really encouraging to me. That's something that is definitely a work in progress. Very cool. Very cool. You touched briefly on COVID-19. Yeah. And that's still an issue currently. Could you share with the listeners how it has impacted you both personally and professionally? Oh, gosh. This is a topic. I'm telling you. Yes, it is. So... (laughs) It takes a lot of reflection because I hear myself (laughs) talking crazy about COVID-19 in my brain. Mm -hmm. And I just shake my head all year long. It's been COVID-19. But I think for me, and now we're, what, six months, eight months into this pandemic. Personally, it really showed me how much I care about my business because I think in those really hard moments during April and May, it was it was really hard. I would be lying if I said it was easy, but the only thing that got me through those two months, all the reschedules, reaching out to other vendors, making sure that all of the vendors were available for the new date so that no one lost any deposit and everybody had different rules of what they were going to do, which is completely understandable. Just shuffling through all of that and having the gumption and the motivation to get through it some days it really shows you, you have to dig deep into your core of how passionate you are about your business, even when it's not fun. Mm. And that's just me being completely raw and honest, because in those moments, having conversations with brides that are crying or Mm -hmm. wanting to reschedule, and they were looking forward to this moment their whole life. And now it's just been totally taken into shambles because of this. 
it was not easy conversations to have. And there was really no words to comfort anybody, as everybody knows. But in that moment, it still made me think these brides chose me and my team before this pandemic. And nobody knew this was going to happen. So now that we've had this crazy turn of events, how am I still going to make everybody happy and turn this around where they still have a good experience when we were thrown this curveball. I have to tell all of my past brides, I appreciate their grace with me. Those first few days when everyone was calling me and I didn't really know in the beginning how I was going to handle this because I was like, how's this going to work with my brides that have already been booked in the fall? And how are we going to dump the spring into the fall? And then (laughs) we have brides still for spring of 2021 that postponed for the whole year. So just navigating through all that. And then I have to say a huge shout out, not only to all the vendors, like the wedding planners that were getting with me and making sure that I could do it on a different date for the team and stuff, Mm -hmm. just a huge shout out to them. And then a huge shout out to my team. It almost kind of brings me to tears because in those moments, I had all my team members reach out to me and they were like, Brittany, we will do whatever we need to do to reschedule these brides. You just let us know what we need to do. We're here for you. We still want to work. In that moment, I was like, I feel so blessed to have this group of women behind me because I really needed that moral support because of what we do with hair and makeup and we're right in front of someone's face, it was a little bit different than maybe another vendor who didn't really have contact with the brides like we do. We have very personal contact with our clients. So once we got all the reschedules done, we had to come up as a team with how are we going to make our clients still feel comfortable? What new precautions are we going to take And also, we welcome any ideas that a bride would want us to do to make her feel comfortable and the respect Mm -hmm. there for elderly grandmas that still want to get their makeup done or different things like that. So we always had really strict guidelines about hygiene and cleanliness, but we were thinking, how can we take this to the next level now with COVID? We still continue to wear our mask. I know that some people do or don't, but we want to make our brides feel comfortable and we're going to do whatever we can to make that happen. Professionally, that is something that we continue to strive for as events are still changing and different things like that. We've just taken it case by case and a lot of communication with our brides. It's definitely something I never thought I would have to face in my career. Yeah. And I have to say, it's probably been one of the hardest things I've had to face. Mm-hmm. Just being completely honest, it has shown me not everything is unicorns and rainbows. And and when you... You mean it isn't for you? Yeah. I mean, because people <laughs> think hair and makeup, oh my gosh, oh, you yeah. have hair and makeup is so fun. I would love to have your job. And when people say that, I tell them... I love my job more than anything. I feel like it defines me. It's a part of me. And I know the team would say that too. But being an owner and doing all the back house stuff, sometimes the things that nobody sees are the toughest things to walk through. All of our clients see all the wonderful fun that we have on the day of and all of that, which that's what we want to portray. And we want them to get that excited feeling. But 
when you translate it into this is still a business and we want to make people happy and Mm -hmm. you have to dig deep within yourself and say, okay, now that I've been faced with this, how am I going to turn a tough thing back into a good thing for my clients, even when it's tougher on myself? It required more time and unexpected timeline changes and this and that. And every little thing adds up to more time and energy into it. So I really think if I didn't have my passion for my business, I don't know if it would have gotten me through all the difficult little things that we had to do. Hopefully that's behind us. All we can do is accept it and move forward. And that's what my team and I go by. We are looking up into 2021. Things are looking great for us. We're so blessed. To me, the COVID-19 experience, if you want to call it that, reminds me a lot of navigating a wedding. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can have things planned out. Just from my context as a wedding DJ, you have the timeline. The ceremony is going to start at five o'clock and then you've got cocktail hour from this time. And then these other things are going to happen at these times, but invariably things change Yeah. for one reason or another, whether it was because the sunset was really awesome. So the photographer took a little bit longer capturing the sunset pictures mm-hmm. or somebody got delayed. If it's the ceremony site is at a different place than the reception site because of traffic or because just stuff happens. Yeah. And that's why I've been big on referring to the wedding event team because we all are playing different parts and it's how we take where we're at and then make it seem like it was supposed to be like that all along. And you make it sound so easy and seamless. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what we're here to do, you know? And I think that just taking a different perspective on it, a lot of my brides during the reschedule process, they were amazing to work with. They saw my side and what I was trying to deal with, squeezing them in, Mm -hmm. changing their artists. Well, this artist already booked this, that. Or they still wanted me personally. Well, let's get a date where you still get to stick with me because I did your trial. All those little parts to piece in this puzzle. I also had to kind of step out of myself and put myself in their shoes too. You know, they're freaking out. They don't even live here. Some of them haven't even met us. Mm -hmm. Now they want to trust that we're still going to try to fit them into their new date. So it was just like piecing the puzzle together And sometimes it's doing it more than once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I also appreciated what you said about there's going to be elements that are not fun in whatever you do. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of, are you familiar with Darren Hardy? Yes. Yes. I was listening to a podcast or watching a video on either Facebook or YouTube. And he made the comment of people look at celebrities like Bono and Oprah and they think, oh man, their life must be so great. But you only see like 10 to 20% of their life that's on camera or that's in front of everybody. You don't see all the other not fun stuff that they have to deal with. Right. And you're right. If you're doing something that you're not really passionate about, when you get to the not fun stuff, it's going to be like, well, do I really want to do this? That is so true. People will start to see that you're not really 
all in and invested in what's going on. Yeah, that is so true. And before I started my company, I would always want everyone to see the best and not know how it is behind the scenes and everything. Mm. But the more I have learned over the years is admitting and realizing your weaknesses only makes you stronger. Yep. Through COVID-19, being transparent and us all coming together as a whole, as vendors for support, we're all going through the same thing, just in a different way. I leaned on some of my vendor friends during that time, and we would have little 20-minute conversations here and there. Well, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How are things for you? We didn't have a lot of time for that, but I knew there were a few people in my circle that I could call if I just needed a little pep talk or... I needed to ask, well, how are you doing with this? Or what do you think? And that's why we all have frienders, I call them. So we can get that support that we need and then move on and essentially become stronger and learn more and be better. There were a few situations I was like, I just don't know what I'm going to do with this. And then I had to really think about how can I meet these people in the middle or what would be a good outcome for both of us or how can I make them happy? I learned a lot from COVID and I'm still learning a lot of how we're going to do things moving forward in the next few months. Mm -hmm. When you were talking about sharing, not necessarily all of the shiny, pretty things, but some of the struggles that you're dealing with, it allows people to realize that, yeah, you're a real person and you deal with real stuff. Yes. It's not all the Instagram, pretty social media posts. But it's real life. And yes, we live in a beautiful area, but sure. it's not all unicorns and rainbows, like you said. Some days suck more than others because <laughs> that's just life. That's the human experience. So I totally get that. And I kind of think, too, you know, if you agree to be a wedding vendor in a destination wedding city and you agree to be a hair and makeup artist, for all kinds of different women, you're kind of asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. It kind of comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. And honestly, all the women that we have as clients, we could not be more fortunate with. We get to meet so many amazing people from different walks of life mm -hmm. and different stories. And we love getting to know them. And we get to do that when they have their little 45 minute sessions with us. But it's kind of like you can't complain about something that you willingly wanted to get into. Uh, so with that, you yeah. know, if you're going to agree to work with the brides mm -hmm. on their wedding day, then you have to understand that it's their big day. Perception is reality. Mm -hmm. And you basically want to make them happy. If you don't like dealing with high stress situations on <laughs> Definitely these important don't do days, weddings. then don't do any part of wedding no. uh, wedding planning or wedding services. Right. So I feel like for me, I like that healthy pressure. So I try to embrace that. And I tell my team that all the time, texting them little pep talks and stuff. We were all created to give 110%. And if I'm not giving 110% for that day, then I'm missing the mark. And some days are easier than others. Mm -hmm. So I think that we try to give the best of what we can in that situation on that particular day. Mm -hmm. And if you walked away from a wedding and you know that you gave your best, then that is all that you can ask of yourself. There are some events. I just look back and I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm a pretty good wedding DJ. I love that. So, since you've shared a little bit about Brittany, the wedding professional and cosmetic line owner, would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself personally? Oh gosh, well, I am from Tennessee. My husband and I moved here about four and a half years ago. I went to college to be a teacher. My mom was and still is a teacher. And I grew up thinking that's what I was going to do with my life. And I thought, oh, how cool to have summers off. (laughs) I mean, we still kind of technically have that, right? I know. Yeah. And so when you're 18 years old, you really don't know what you want to do with your life. And then my parents, they're very strict on me. So they were like, well, of course, you're going to go to college. And I was like, well, I'm just going to be a teacher. But I always had a passion for makeup. Even when I was 12, my mom took me to Lancome. We didn't have Ulta and Sephora back then. We didn't even know what that was. But I remember just the anticipation and also the intimidation of going to the makeup counter and seeing all these beautiful girls that were older than me. My mom took me to the makeup counter and let me get my first makeover and bought me all this makeup. Now I look back at that and I'm like, I can't believe my mom paid $40 a bottle for a foundation for an 11 or 12 year old. But hey, (laughs) she did it. I didn't really realize how grateful I should be that she was buying me expensive makeup Mm -hmm. before I was even in my teens. (laughs) But I remember that experience and I started to fall in love with it. And so every time I went to the department store, I would gravitate over to the cosmetic counters and I was just really enamored by it. I started my first year of college. I had decided I was going to do education and then a minor in business because I really liked the business side of things, but I was like, I don't even know what I would do with that. But I'm going to be a teacher. So my first year of college, my mom was like, are you going to get like a part-time job? What do you want to do? And I thought, well, maybe I could be one of those girls at the makeup counter because you have to be over 18. So I put my application in and I said, I'll work for any of them. I I just wanted to get in. Uh I got hired at Estee Lauder. I really say that Estee Lauder shaped me as an adult woman because they taught me so much about goals and myself and what I wanted to do. I met a lot of people that shared the same passion that I did. The more I was around these people, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I love to do. I ended up finishing and then later on went back for the whole beauty thing and esthetician school. But I worked for Estee Lauder a total of eight years. And three of those years, I got the opportunity to travel as an account coordinator. So I was over a territory of stores. And that's where I really, really started to learn how to manage a team and really drive a business. Things that I might not have learned at the counter. Mm -hmm. But what I learned at the counter kind of helped me with people skills. And then when I started to work for Estee Lauder Corporate, they really taught me the backside of a business. Then my husband and I moved here. When I first moved here, I knew I wanted to create Destin Mobile Makeup Box, but I knew it would take a lot of hard work to get it going. So I worked like three jobs when I first came here. I was cleaning condos. I worked as a receptionist in the salon and did brow tint and lash tint. And 
just different things <laughs> to get the ball rolling. And that's where it also came back to the passion that I had this vision to do this, but it wasn't always me just doing this. I had to really work my way up and do some humbling things. It really uh, made me learn a lot about myself during that time because there were times when I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I moved here. What am I going to do? But I was like, I'm just going to roll with this and keep going. And so little by little, a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice. I had a lot of people along the way that really helped me and were kind to me. And I'll always be grateful for that. But that's how I got here. I have two miniature dachshunds that are like my babies. They're little weenie dogs and I'm obsessed with them. I do have a sweet tooth. I love chocolate. But (laughs) that's pretty much uh, a little blip about me. I really love what I do. And hair and makeup is so much a part of my life. But it definitely was something that I had to work towards. Mm -hmm. If I could share any advice to anybody, it would be just don't give up and don't compare yourself to other people and just be the best that you can be. Mm. People will gravitate towards you for being yourself. I'm not like everyone and everyone's not like me and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So being confident with that and respecting other people in the industry, I've always tried to do that. We all have something different to bring to the table. Let's imagine that you have a Saturday. Yes. Where you have no wedding. Oh, gosh. No private event. What would you be doing? Oh, my gosh. That's a good one because it's so hard to imagine a Saturday with no wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It would look a little bit like sleeping in on a Saturday because I would probably think that I missed my alarm and I was supposed to be at a wedding, first of all. But, but sleeping in a little bit and then my husband loves to cook so maybe a nice breakfast and walking my dogs we love to go over to golf place around 30a and then depending on the type of weather go into our friend's pool or I would love to have a day with close friends or my family on the beach so I think if I could have the perfect Saturday, it would be all of that combined into one. And of course, having my little nephews running around in the sand or something. They're in Tennessee, but a nice, relaxing Saturday with good food, friends and family. I don't think it could get any better than that. I don't think so either. (laughs) A basic good Saturday and maybe ending it with some dinner and wine and chocolate. I don't know, but Mm. (laughs) that's a really good question on a Saturday because most Saturdays, it's like go time. Right. (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with the listeners before we wrap up the podcast? Oh, gosh. Well... I guess I would have to say thanks for listening this long because I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think of myself as being on a podcast and it's been super fun and I thank you for having me on. Totally. Yeah. I think telling everybody just the appreciation of support of my company and every little person that's crossed my path has given a little something different to my journey. And I just have to thank people for that. I'm a big people person. I love having relationships with my team members and my brides. It's super important to me. 
the continued support this year from everyone that's in my corner or knows me, that's really helped me a lot. Of course, my husband and my family, but I would just say for anyone who wants to start a new business or do something that they never thought they could do, I just tell them not to give up. Everybody is created to do something special. Mm. If you have something in your heart that you want to do or you want to make it come to life, then don't give up on that and find a way that you can make that happen and go after it. If you fail or if you take two steps forward and one step back and that goes on for a while, that's okay. You're not going to perfect everything in the beginning. I'm still a work in progress and I'm definitely not the all-knowing guru, Mm. but I continue to try to think of new things and new ways to do things. I would encourage everyone through this time, and this year has been a little bit different in many ways, but don't give up just because of the circumstances. There's no set time on when you have to achieve certain goals. We can all impact somebody at any age or stage of life. So if it's something that you've always wanted to do, then if you're 30 or 50, you should go for it. Having people in your corner that are encouraging and positive and making sure that you're shining your light to other people, I try to do that. I'm not always perfect at that, but it's really important to not give up on something that you want to do and keep pushing forward trying to be the best version of yourself in all ways. If you have an idea in your head and you want to do it no matter what it is, I know a lot of entrepreneurs down here and they have amazing ideas and they're making them come to life in different ways. It's super inspiring and encouraging. I guess that's what I would say if I was put on the spot. (laughs) What I've found is that the right time to start something is when you feel it's the right time to start something because everybody's different. And I really appreciate when you talked about your goals, you can set certain goals for yourself, but sometimes you kind of have to adjust them and be like, okay, well, I didn't necessarily hit that mark, but the progress that you've made to get to that goal, you wouldn't have if you didn't set it to begin with. Right, because I think sometimes we put these unrealistic expectations on ourselves like, oh, it's been five years and I'm still doing this and I should be doing that. And I just say, be consistent, do what you were created to do and your purpose and things will come. It's not something that you have to beat yourself up over or set a time limit on. Just doing what you're made to do, moving forward with that. And making people happy along the way and having a purpose in life. There's been times where I've really searched on what is really my purpose and what should I be doing or not be doing. It's just understanding that things can also happen that are out of your control and that's okay. You just move forward and there's no time limit on when you have to do something or not do something. Mm -hmm. But I kind of had to get out of my shell to do this, but I was super excited about it. And I feel a lot of people don't get an opportunity to get to know me. They just kind of see all of our beautiful brides on social. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually a little bit more of a private person, just letting people kind of learn more about me and encouraging or inspiring someone if that's 
what today was about, then I'm like super grateful for it. That's actually one of the reasons why I appreciate the podcast is not only do the guests get to tell people about their businesses, but they also get to tell them about themselves. Yeah. So that's what I've really enjoyed about it. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. This was fun. So it was my pleasure. So Brittany, let's assume that a bride is listening to the podcast right now and wants to get more information about how they can get in touch with you. What is the best way for them to reach out to you? Straight over to our website, DustinMobileMakeupBox.com or 30AMobileMakeupBox.com. Either one of those and fill out our email inquiry form. That's the first step. It just asks a few preliminary questions such as date, location, different things like that. And then, of course, you will get a phone call and an email back. Then we get the ball rolling with that. I love to set up a time that's good for her that we can have our little initial 20-minute call to make sure that we're a right fit for her. She feels a little bit more comfortable about booking us from afar if she's not coming down here. It kind of gives them peace of mind and then it allows me to get to know them a little bit better. And then, of course, following us on social is huge. And then secondly, scheduling a trial run if she's coming down ahead of time. Then meeting in person is always good. There's no surprises on the day of. It makes her look more forward to the experience for the rest of the time up until her wedding. (laughs) All right, Brittany. Well, thank you for taking some time out of your day to get on the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really did. I really did. All right. Well, Here's to all the couples that are planning their weddings, and here's to making those weddings a highlight. Thanks for stopping by and checking out the podcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review. It'll help other couples just like you find it. For more resources, including our helpful blog, check highlightweddingsandevents.com. Highlightweddingsandevents.com. And make your wedding a highlight.